When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. How much time till we're on? Get on, Ron. What? We're on the air right now. I'm ready. Good evening. I'm Ron Burgundy. Here's what's going on in your world tonight. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is Sports Day for a Monday night. And another big weekend of sport. The FIFA Women's World Cup has been run and won. Congratulations to Spain. Suffering your jocks, England. Yes. Round 25 of the NRL. Some big finishes, I've got to say. And NRLW, I've got to say. There's one of the great finishes, I think, in the NRLW history. Uh, over the weekend as well. And I talk about the Newcastle Knights versus the Brisbane Broncos. They're going to get a lot of love, the Knights, I think, tonight. Because that crowd at oh. McDonald Jones Stadium, unbelievable. We've got a lot of Newcastle listeners through the Super Radio Network mm. on the SEN app as well. Outstanding. Were you there? Were you at McDonald Jones Stadium? Because the last sellout was 2012. If you were there, tell us about the, tell us about the, uh, the atmosphere. Because yeah, well, it was just, I, it was beaming through the, the speakers. At, I mean, they played the next home. two at home too, don't they? Look at the Sharkies. This week. I think that, that'll sell out. That'll be a uh, an ambush. It's a big match, that one. Yeah, absolutely. And the uh, way that the Sharkies have been playing, actually, it's, well, it's, it's, it's surprising to they, be a great match. Like they went to the Cowboys. They ambushed the Cowboys in, in, uh, in Townsville last Thursday night. So, yeah, welcome to our listeners through the Super Radio Network, all across our SEN frequencies, across the Gold Coast and Brisbane and Sydney all across our regional areas as well. If you're listening on the app, welcome to the show and the podcast later on. If you're walking the dog or maybe like Mickey G from Woodbury, you're driving your bus at a later date and you're listening to the podcast, welcome to the show. And thank you to our partners, Kia, of course, and World Gym Australia. Now, Kia have bought out what they call this EV6 mm. GT. World you're raving about it. Here. Now, this is not cash for comment because I've got a Kia Sportage. I paid full freight for it. Mm. Okay, but well, I'd took, like to see the receipt. I took my sportage in for a <laughs> a service last yep. week, and so Adam, the the sales manager, he says, "Listen, I've just take this. This is the EV6. I've got to say, one of the most impressive, quickest cars I've ever driven. Mm, that's a good wrap. Yeah, it's a good wrap. I've seen you behind the wheel of well, some some pretty flash cars. Sats. I'm starting to save up my." My pennies, put it that way. <laughs> Get involved in the show, 0457 736 736. Glenn's already online. Look forward to it. Badge, Sats, Daddy Vass and The Apprentice. Badge. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. He's already He's talking to me. about you. He's off me. What about that? Uh, don't expect mm. us to take your call, Glenn. New Zealand listeners, up the WARS. They're going to feature pretty heavily in our Kia Top 7 a little bit later on as well. Uh, tell us about the Warriors, were you there on Saturday night again? Friday night it was. That was an amazing finish. Are they not filling the hill up behind that? Well, I've wondered that. I'm wondering whether that's a, an OH&S concern. Yeah. Because it's quite a steep hill, that one. Yeah, it is, isn't Mount it? Smart, or Daniel Anderson Stadium on the weekend. Mm. Yeah, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, not, I'm wondering why. Can you help us out, Kiwi listeners, Double eight, double three. How come that hill isn't full? Is it too steep? 
I'm not sure. Mm. I can't remember the pass rat when we'd play there. Whether they had people. Yeah, oh, I know the they had people on there. I remember they Absolutely. had the stage behind the behind the goalpost, beating the drums while you're trying to defend three sets of back to back sets. Mm. That was annoying. Yep. Yeah. How are you, Daddy Vass? The drums. Yeah, good. Did you have a good weekend? Yeah, pretty. What'd you and the Misso do? Oh, mate, uh, we went up to Brizzy. <laughs> Uh, Friday night. Oh, yeah. mate. It goes so quick. Oh, geez, hard to remember. Um, mm. Yeah, no, up to Brisbane on, on Friday night. We yeah. went to a little art exhibition up there. So. I went and watched. Oh, wow. Yeah. So culture. An art exhibition. Yeah. What sort of art? Oh, mate. Um, <laughs> was it like painting art or was it. it um, oh, geez, it was uh, oh, like oil. Oil paint, yeah. Okay. Yeah, you couldn't get too close. So it wasn't some weird dude trying to make figures out of wire or... Nah, no, or, there, there was one there was one lady. sheep's intestines or something like that. There was like one that. lady yeah. who incorporated, like, weaponry into, like, flowers and stuff. And there was another gent who told a bit of a story about his childhood with uh, mannequins and some car that had water in it. Okay. Yeah. So. <laughs> you know the guy. That's the a, same a guy that told a story wow. of his life. Yeah. With mannequins and yeah. a car that had water in it. Yeah, I couldn't. Is I, that like he, he like he, he almost drowned in a car no, that crashed into a lake? Be or like an FBI watcher. No. Or he, <laughs> he, he said he used to <laughs> go look at Mercedes Benz with his dad on the weekend mm. back in the seventies, and then go swimming in a lake or something. Did he? No. Nah, his dad just said it was like the car that he wished he could have. Right. And he would show his son like. Do you know oh. the guy that invented a car that could run on water? Mm. Went to a meeting with investors yeah. and dropped dead that day. Mm. Mm. Yep, there you go, Sat. See, go. conspiracies are out there. <laughs> I heard, I heard a conspiracy today, <laughs> and if it comes true, I'm I'm going to be shocked. But it, it's a scary one. Could happen. As we said on the text line, zero four five seven seven three six seven three six, or double eight double three double eight double three if you're in New Zealand. Now we've got one here from T Bone Todd. Hey fellas, I have some mighty exclusive news from a source very close to the Panthers. Brian Toto is officially out for the season. Apparently, he's broken his big toe. <laughs> that's a joke. Oh, that's from T Bone Todd. That's a joke, T Bone. He actually got me then. He's, I should have. He's broken his big toe. <laughs> I should have proofread that. Uh, uh, anyway, uh, on the show tonight, like it or lump it. Yes! 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 Ugh, yeah. Hard workers Monday, thanks to Boom Logistics, Kia Top 7, and of course, Parramatta are going to miss out again in the Kia Top 7, and Jeff Tooby will be in the house also. Come on, that's ridiculous. So let's get started with that. Liking or lumping it from the weekend, 0457-736-736 or double eight double three from our New Zealand listeners, especially in New Zealand, all of our listeners. If you text in, tell us where you're uh, texting us from as well. We'd like to give you a shout out, your town, wherever mm. you're from. Okay, so like it or lump it, what did you like? What did you dislike from the weekend? Rat, kick us off. Um, Victor Radley giving us a dirty Lindsay uh, Collins. I, I like that. He, I like the character. He puts avocado seeds up his ass, I'm telling you. <laughs> and that's, what, that's his secret. That's what he reckons anyway. <laughs> Where, where I, I don't know where come they come from. from. What? But, but, but what I will say is, it's like there's too many like cliche answers when they when you interview players, and yep. it's quite refreshing. I mean, I'm not sure I would have said I, you know, someone sticks avocado seeds up their ass. But, I would have every day of the week. But um, it's quite. I, I was in shock when I saw it. <laughs> uh, it was quite funny. Now, um, 
with Victor Radley saying that, I was going to ask you, I'm putting you on the spot here. Have I ever put anything? No. What have you put up? (laughs) No. Um, Any of your former teammates Mm. that had weird sort of preparation or weird sort of, I don't know, something they'd introduced to their their preparation that thought that made them that made them go better. They thought it was going to make them better. Like oh, a little bit of a... Oh, R- Russ Richardson used to do certain things before each game. 200 and, push-ups a day. Oh, it was Russ just was, like yeah. insane what he'd do. Like, you know, he had all this little, little order that he'd do. And I said, well, I remember saying to him, why do you do that? You know, mm. and he's like, oh, you know, I did it once before a game at school and, you know, played really well. He was only young at the time. And, yep. And then... Um, Made a few weeks later, he just he made a break, 80 metres, dived over the line, threw the ball over the dead wall line, dropped the ball, <laughs> and then he was doing it again the next week. I said, mate, it obviously doesn't work. Stop doing that. Change your routine. But you, the one player that I used to laugh at, not laugh at, but just think, mate, this guy's so intense, Marty Lang, before a game. Oh, so intense. What about what about he'd, he'd be in the dressing room, strapped, ready to go, head to toe, an hour before the game, yeah. walking around, doing his shoulder <laughs> Like lifting his shoulders up, trying to test his straps, his his his, his uh, shoulder straps. Oh, I used to just laugh. He used to sit next to me at half time. He'd say, "How my runs? How my meters?" How I my said, meters? "Yeah, yeah, good." He goes, "What do I play the balls like? Are they quick?" I said, "Yeah, they're real quick." He goes, "You're not crap. You're not you're not bullshitting to me, are you?" I'm like, no, Marty. Just let me worry about myself. Yeah. Uh, I remember uh, Craig Gow used to fall asleep before the game. Just he'd be underneath the strapping table, mm. sound asleep, mm. and then he'd wake up and. Rub his eyes and he'd be ready to go. Mm. Daddy Vass, you look like you're, you're about to say something. No, no, no I'm okay. just, just yeah, plodding along. Okay. What have you got? What have you got? Like it or lump it, sets? Um, I'm lumping Luke Brooks's present. <laughs> so he's got presented a, a barbecue, a Weber barbecue, for 11 years service and over 200 games for the West Tigers. I'm lumping that, but I'm also liking it as well because it's useful. <laughs> you know, sometimes you get you get. So, like if you're celebrating something and they give you whatever it may be, they'll yeah, give you like a, a silver plate or something. Yeah, or, and yeah. you're not you're never really no. going to use it. He's going to use that. Yeah, he'll definitely use it. So it's a like but, and a lump. But he opened it to check what was in there. I he think he was hoping like there's maybe cash. there's. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm not sure cash. Maybe he was thinking a like there was, there was like you know a heap of uh, pork ribs or something. He might have been hungry. Do you know? Um, I wonder if that goes on the salary cap. Because the club had to buy it oh, for a player. Oh, surely not. Hey? Surely not. not. You know what I'm lumping? What? The penalty call on the Dolphins for the Appy Coruscant shot at goal to win the game. Yeah, that was a weird one because, yeah, it, that was a weird one because it, it offloaded the ball off the ground, Jennings. Yeah, but yeah. in real time, in real time, if you're playing a game of footy, what happens if you get tackled and, they, and, the, and the referee calls held and you pass the ball? They just make you go back, go and, back and play, play the ball. Yep. He wasn't in touch. He passed the ball. He called held. Yeah, which you can't hear when you're in the, yeah. in the tackle. So just make him play the ball again. Yeah. And then play on. They still have the ball. They still have the opportunity to win the game. I thought it was a really poor call. Yeah. Yeah, I, I thought it was a poor call also. Mm. Um, okay, what about what are we lumping? Uh, I've got to say, I'm lumping, if you're an AFL fan, the umpire's decision in the Crows game. It was, oh. So the Swannies... The Adelaide Crows kick what they think is a goal, and they start celebrating. The umpire, the, the goal umpire, touches the the goalpost mm. just to say it's touched, which is a one pointer. Swans just keep the ball in play, and they they keep going up the right hand flank. But of course, a lot of the evidence has shown that it was as a definite goal, and they've got the resources to do it as well. Actually, Gil McLaughlin, the boss of the AFL, he's he's come out and admits that it was a mistake. 
I wanted to say this morning, last night there was an umpiring decision in the final minutes of the um, the Crow Sydney game. There was a, a goal umpiring decision that should have been reviewed, uh, and that was a mistake. I want to I want to say conclusively that if the decision had been reviewed, it would have been overturned, uh, and it would have been a goal. It's a, a human error that happens repeatedly through games across the course of the year, but this is a, an error uh, that, given that the context and the moment was of great consequence, and uh, I want to acknowledge that it was a mistake, and I want to, you know, I take accountability for the mistake on behalf of the league. Mm. Well, it yeah. does nothing, though. Well, Adelaide does nothing they, for well, them. They're in the running to make the finals. That sort of basically ruins their mm. opportunity. Yeah, now. Yeah. It's great for the, the Swannies, and yeah. love to see the Swannies in the finals, which they are, but if it's anyone other than the Swannies, you're you're feeling a little bit sorry for well, that. What about Nath Knight? He's just text, texted in. He said, um, and this is, you know, teammates that used to do, that do funny things. Yeah, he yeah, goes, yeah. a mate used to kiss a picture of himself he brought in especially to do in his bag. If he was player ordinary, he would pass it at half time. Feed him. <laughs> what? Well, that's a little bit like the Adam McDougall. You know, talk to talk his, to his legs. legs. Don't let me down. Mm. Make me fast today. Make me you know fast. What, what I'm lumping? What? Latrell Mitchell's casual attitude on the field. Just too casual for me. Mm. I love Latrell, but I just, I just can't get, I just can't get on board with how casual he is. You know, it cost his team a try on the weekend. You know, just some errors in his game. Cost just, them the season, really. They are highly emotional the Bunnies game, and they have oh. to control their emotions. They, they're really, they find it really difficult to ride the wave, the, the wave of positive emotion, and how to use it to your advantage. And I'm only saying that this year. In years gone by, they've controlled it really well, but they're so frustrated that things that aren't and haven't in the past worked really, really well for them aren't coming off. Whether it's teams that are defending them better, they're getting up in their face and rattling them a little bit, they're not handling that pressure better than what they have in the past. And hence, some of their players, their players lash out. We've got here a uh, text here, like it or lump it, it's from Smash Crab. He's lumping Latrell. And the shot on Tyson Frizzell, the whole South team are, are, play, are dirty players. What did you think of the sin bidding near full time? The elbow. I don't think there was much in that. There wasn't much in it. But I suppose the question they always ask is, was it needed? There was intent there? No. A lot did you of have stuff. another option? Yeah. yeah. Well, he was just diving in. And, you know, I don't, know. I, I don't think there was much in that. I just, just think it was frustration and, you know, silly. But yeah. what about this? This is a lump, a big lump. Mm-hmm. A big lump here from... Uh, Takei Terry from Tianao. Am I saying that right? I'm not sure. Yeah, now. Yeah. Absolute meltdown over here with tonight's news that Sir Steve Hansen is joining the Wallaby camp. What? For the World Cup. Lump it big time. Steve Hansen, who was their former, the, yeah. the last coach before the yep. current coach, yep. who was the assistant mm. um, previously and took That's over huge. the race. That is massive. That's big. Leading news. into the World Cup. Yeah. He's going over there now. He won't be allowed back in New Zealand. Well, no. Robbie Deans was. He was allowed back if, in. Yeah, but they never won anything with Robbie yeah, Deans. So. <laughs> so, well, he yeah. was doing a lot of work with – he was doing some work, Steve Hansen, with the Bulldogs at one stage as a consultant a couple mm. of years ago. And I think COVID, they, they, they cut the contract, of course, because he couldn't come into the country mm. as well. So uh, we've got a caller. One three hundred zero one eleven seventy. Who we got first, Rabbit? You got the Rabbit. How are you, mate? How are you, Rabbit? Rabbit. Hey, hey, boys, I'm I'm really interested in this Luke Brooks story. Do you know which Weber he got? Like, was it the two three hundred? The family? You know, 
ones that you get from Bunnings, but they don't have the meter on them. Yes. Like to tell you the temperature, and the, and the lid's lower. So people think, oh, you've got a weather, but you've got the cheap-ass model. You know, you've got the, no accessories. And did he get, like, the rotisserie? Because you can buy the rotisserie. And did he get the cover for it? Because if they skimped out... I think it. I think it might have been a Ziggy from Barbecues Galore, not a Weber. I think it was a Ziggy. I think it's. I think it's better. Is it? Because mm. I was thinking rabbit. <laughs> also, rabbit. It, it might have been the. Was it the electric one? Mm. Not charcoal. Mm. Wow. Well, well, we'll do some research into that, but we'll we'll get back to you. That's good. I like that rabbit. Mm. I like it. Got Craig as well. Craig from Maitland. How are you, Craig? How hey, was Craig. the weekend? Yes, good evening, Scott, Matthew, and Daddy Bass. There's only one flog, it's Piers Morgan. I say, where's your asses? Where's your Netball World Cup title? I say, where's your women's World Cup title, Piers? As I said, don't worry about uh, Woogie. There's only one flog on the planet, and that's uh, Piers Morgan. <laughs> I like it. Piers <laughs> off, like it, Craig. On. Good stuff, you mate. We've got another one. Oh, Who we got? Throw him in. I Here think I go. know who it is. Who we got? Glenn. Oh, Glenn. Hey, Glenn. How are you, Glenn? What's happening? Hello, Seth. Hello, Red. How are you, boys? Yeah, good, good, good. Really good. How are you? Fifteen second call, mate. Don't, don't waste my time. Off you go, Rodio. Uh, the time is on now. All right, we finished fourth. We didn't finish third, and I feel like a turd. But well done, Tilders. <laughs> Looks like the voice oversupplier of fake eyelashes was at the. Um, South Newcastle game in a jam-packed Newcastle stadium. No, 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 no. We've got to, no, we've got to keep him on because he's talking about the Knights. Go, go, Glenn. One more chance. Here you go, yep. All right. Yeah, yeah. Go. Newcastle game, yeah. Yep. The false eyelash girl was there. Uh, Dennis Carnahan, your song of the week, mate. Um, Don't worry, be happy. was absolutely brilliant. Yep. And good luck to my mate. Tomorrow on uh, Million Dollar Minutes, he goes to the 500 grand for no, the fourth enough, time. Yeah. Uh, let's get to a break. This is Sports Day with Sats and Rat. And after the break, stick around. We'll have a sports update. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Uh, yes, it is. Sats and Rat for a Monday night. So much had happened over the weekend. I've got to mm. say, we're going to talk about a little bit You know bit what I did on. over the weekend? What's that? I went to watch uh, the Tugan Seahawks play the... Runaway Bay Seagulls. Seagulls. My former club. Yeah, in the yeah. Uh, elimination semi-final in local A-grade comp. Yep. Good game. Very good game. I love There was a few ex, ex like NRL yeah. players out there. and it was outstanding. Good. So yeah. your young bloke plays for Chugan, Yeah, plays for Chugan. Yeah, they got up 34-26, I think. He's playing 5-8. Mm, yeah. He's Billy Johnston's son's playing halfback. Oh, Will. Saw Billy down there. Yeah. Uh, what a great guy Billy Johnston was. Oh, well, he is, I should say. Yeah. Great player, great boxer, Australian champion. We should get him on for a where are they now. So he, He's been in the Northern Territory for 12 years. Yeah, working for the government. Mm. Moved, back to the, moved, moved back down to uh, southeast Queensland he has. And um, what, a, what a great story he is. Now, he was boxing while he was playing. Mm. And so he's playing with the Bulldogs. Yep. And um, 
There's a great image, actually, one of the one of the grand finals. It might have been the 1985 grand final. And back then, the reserve, the fresh reserve, because the second graders would come up and sit, sit on the bench, bench as well if they played mm. in the grand final before you, the same club, that he's sitting he's sitting next to Warren Ryan in the grandstand with his jersey and he's strapping around his head. Up in the... Up in the stand. Up in the stand. I think the Brongle stand, whichever yeah. stand they sit in there, he's just sitting up there next to coach. So if he wants to put him on, he's got to go all the way down the stairs, get in an elevator or whatever, <laughs> go all the way down, run out into the SCG, yeah. run onto the field. It's very comical. Good warm-up. Not only was he a great fighter, he was a great rugby league player and won a comp. And when he was fighting for Australian titles and playing rugby league as well, he had to... He had to fight at a certain weight, which is a lot lighter than what he used to play at. And so the Bulldogs actually hosted an Australian championship. Against at Belmore. At Belmore. Yeah. From memory, I think his name was Richie, Richie Roberts, I think his name was. Indigenous fighter, very mm. good fighter. And it was the old 15 rounders. And Billy had him beaten on all scorecards after 14 rounds. Head-butted him in the 15th round and got disqualified. disqualified. <laughs> yeah, for the Australian Mate, title. Can I tell you, I just laughed that much with him yesterday. We, oh, on Saturday, we, we had a ball just chatting about the old Titan days and what he put us through. One of my fun. great memories when he you know, when we signed at the Titans, he was one of the greatest signings. Mm, absolutely. Because we were terrified to do anything wrong. I was terrified to put anything that would adversely affect my performance yeah. next day at training because I, I knew what was coming. I knew... The weight session, the field sessions, you were getting tortured. And you were just – man, we, we won a lot of our games in those early days purely on fitness. Well, when you guys played in the finals, one game away from a grand final 2010, mm. and he had gone from the club that year, a lot of it had to be attributed to the three years prior. Absolutely. And, Without, and I've never been fitter. Yeah. Never been fitter. You know, two things, listeners, that will always be etched in my memory with Billy Johnston away from playing was – the day that Brian Carney arrived on the Gold Coast on the Monday, he arrived on the Sunday. I picked him up from the airport. He'd signed with the Gold Coast Titans. Yep. A lot of people didn't realise that. I was that. excited to be playing. He's an him. English winger, and he arrived on the Sunday and did his first session on the Monday. He was on a plane back somewhere on the Tuesday. Tuesday. Just I arrived that Tuesday. You arrived on the Tuesday. <laughs> And someone came to my office and said, you've got to come and see this. I said, what? You were on all fours just <laughs> vomiting everywhere after your first session with Billy Johnson. I've been on a boat with my mates for six days, oh, seven days up in the Sundays enjoying oh, my last bit of freedom. It was funny. Came back to training and, gee, didn't I feel it. Yeah, it was good. funny. Mm. Um, just on that text message we had about Sir Steve Hansen from um, Terry in Tiana. Now, Tiana's in the South Island and mm. down near Glen Orkey and – um, oh, Manapuri, I think it is. Yeah, sort of over on the on the west coast, near the west coast, below the Milford Sound. It's a beautiful part of mm. New Zealand. A lot of beautiful parts of New Zealand. That that news is huge. That's big news. That is massive. That's just Eddie Jones. Like he plays mind games. Like, could you could you imagine what the All Blacks are thinking now? Oh wow! Like, that's what it does. That's what he does. Mm. He's a smart operator. He took over from Sir Graham Henry, didn't he? Mm. Yeah, as part of his coaching yeah, team. Yeah. Yeah. That is massive news. Big news. Thank you very much, uh, Terry. Now, Cobram Estate Premium Australian Extra Virgin Olive Oil brings us our sport update. And, well, the trip to Milan paid off. <coughs> what I mean by that For is... who? Damien Hardwick. <laughs> it's the worst-kept secret. <laughs> has officially signed to coach the Gold Coast Suns for six seasons as yeah. of next year. Before we comment, this is what he had to say today. First of all, I'd just like to thank Bob and Mark for... Um, 
given me the opportunity to coach this wonderful club. I'm very, very, very excited to have Mark and Bob reach out to my management group um, a week prior to they travelled all the way around the world to Milan was was quite exciting. And once I started to get my head around that, I was um, I was thoroughly invested and I couldn't wait to get here. And what I do know is I'm very much looking forward to, to coaching you young men and taking us to where we need to go. And that's to uh, to raise our first Premiership Cup, which I'm uh, I'm pretty sure will be in the not too distant future. Now, I'm not quite sure what business class tickets over to Milan to go and talk to well, him about the well, job I'm he's just, going to do. I think it was just for the optics. The, the deal would have been done. I'm waiting. Yeah, well, I couldn't wait a week. I'm, yeah. I'm waiting for the Bob and Mark press conference to say, <laughs> oh, Bob and Mark, we'd like to thank Dame Hardwick for going to Milan so yeah, that we could get exactly. a junket to Milan to go and speak with him mm. to, to sign into our club. But what well, under the, to the uh, Gold Coast Suns, it's, it's probably... The thing that they've been missing over the, um, the period of time they've been in the club is is that you know hardened hard nosed winner at the, at the helm. Yep. Um, look, the Titans have, have moved in that direction and they've followed suit. I think um, I think he'll attract some good players and they've got some good players there and uh, hopefully he gets the best out of them. You didn't watch the documentary. I asked you off air no. um, during COVID. They followed three teams. Sons are mm. one of them. Stewie Jew came across as a great guy, great good, really, coach, really good fella. Had a yeah, bit really nice Stewie. guy. Um, and then Damien Hardwick with Richmond, I've got to say, it was like military-like. So much respect for him, the players, but it was just absolutely military-like. Everyone knew their role. The meetings, you couldn't hear a pin drop. He was so good and succinct with his presentation. He mm. was he was really, really impressive. Um, on the text line, 0457 736 736. Andy in New Zealand, where are you texting from, Andy? On double eight double three. Hi, guys. All Blacks played Springboks five weeks ago at Mount Smart. Now, this is our question about that grass hill at one end, which right. even though it's a sellout at Please. Daniel Anson yeah, Stadium, Mount no Smart Stadium, it. there's no one on it. Is it an OH&S risk? Yeah. I'm not quite sure. He said they played there five weeks ago, Mount Smart Stadium, because of the FIFA World Cup. Obviously, Eden Park yeah, was being yeah, yeah, used. Yeah, yeah. And they put a temporary stand in front of the hill. They have left it there till the end of the season, so there's actually no one sitting on the hill, so it looks like there is an empty space up top of the hill, up the wires. Right. Okay. That's so wild. they're going to they're going to host a f- they're going to host a semi final either way, mm. whether they week two and I thought week two was going to have to be at Eden Park, because usually it goes. Well, be too many people. To well, usually it goes local more. ground, then the next round regional, goes to sorry. regional ground, yeah, 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 and the next one goes to national ground. Could you imagine Eden Park, fifty thousand <sighs> screaming New Zealand fans? Yeah, hard place to win at Eden Park. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. The fifty thousand chewies that Andrew Revs would have to do. <laughs> yeah, he made the declaration on our show. He did. Yeah. If they win the comp, right. yeah. do one. Yeah. Uh, you just on Hardwick. Yep. How many years do you think Gold Coast officials will want success? Like next he start, year. He starts next year. Well, they, he's ne- they've never played finals, so play the finals. They first have to play year. finals next year, yeah. and then the year after. I'm not saying they need to play finals because they're never going to sack him if they don't make the finals. But the Gold Coast fans. The Gold mm. Coast fans want to see at least get into eighth spot mm. where they're, they're playing through September, mm. without a doubt. Oh, Sats, on that, you'll not answer this question. Darren's yep. asking, did Brian Carney quit? Did the Titans have to pay him anything? No, Darren. No. Calling, uh, texting from New Zealand. Uh, no, the Titans, he's in Napier. Good stuff. Mm. No, he, yeah, he did quit. So the Titans didn't have to pay him anything at all. And, yeah, not one cent. So <laughs> I, re- I, I can't do this. I now, can't do this. Now, I know that Matty Johns... I, I mean, if I didn't need the money, I probably would have quit too. <laughs> Matty Johns is listening because he texts me now and then and says how much he loves the show. And So Matty is out there right now. and He's good mates with Brian. 
best friend. I was really excited to play with Brian Carney. Yeah. Coming up to the Titans. Um, I'd watched him play at Newcastle for the previous couple of years. And I was excited to play with him. And um, the day I rock up, I get told he's quit. Yeah. And I'd, I'd heard some wicked stories about how hard these sessions were before I got there. I'll tell too. you I was a story about Billy once. He, a guy was, one of the guys, the player will go unnamed. He was rowing on a rower. And he had like this 15-minute rower. Mm. Exercise, mm. see how long you go for. Yeah, yeah. The guy was that delirious, he got off and vomited all over the the rower. The rower. So he said, and the way he used to talk, he go, pick up the rower, wheel it outside, <laughs> wash it off. <laughs> and so the player picked up the rower and took it outside, and he was so delirious, he was washing it off. And Billy goes, wrong rower. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so Brian Carney did quit, Darren. Mm. And he did play in 1997. He played with the Newcastle in 2000. Sorry, 2006. He played with the Newcastle Knights. Mm. And then I thought we thought he was going to go back to the Newcastle Knights, and, and we were thinking Matty Johns has got something to do with this. Mm. Matty Johns has got something to do. But he ended up heading, ended up heading back, back, back over to yeah. to England. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and he ended up playing. What did he play for? I think he, I think he played a bit of rugby. He went up playing rugby for yeah, Monster, yeah, I think, yeah, in yeah. Ireland, yep. and then yep. went back to Warrington. Mm. Yeah. So. Um, the Knights. Now, Michael, yeah, it is a bit of a love-in. I think because we fall in love with clubs and the way they're playing and the way the Knights are playing at the moment, that's seven in a row. Now, you're going really well in any season if you get seven in a row. Oh. And Michael says, good evening, Sats, and Matthew with one T. Seeing as we are having a Newcastle love-in, what the hell are they thinking letting Lockie Fitzgibbon go? Really good yesterday and someone that should be playing in the NRL. Now, Michael... They've had to let him go because of the salary cap. I don't think they want to let him go. No, they don't want to let – but his salary cap has forced him out. But I agree with you, Michael. He's too good to be going to the UK Super mm. League. He's a very good player. Yeah. yeah, Knights are losing another player as well. Lockie Fitzgibbon. Mm. Uh, Lockie Miller. Sorry. Lockie Miller. Lockie Miller. Miller. Yeah, where's he going? He's off to the UK. He, uh, apparently, he's, he's accepted a three-year deal with the Leeds Rhinos. I feel for Lockie Miller. He went up there. They had a they had a, a different vision for the side this year, and he yep. was prior to, to Caelan Ponga coming back and moving back to fullback. He was he, was he wasn't right. the Knights' best. He was up there with the best week in week out. Uh, obviously, Caelan's come back, and you know no one's unseating him from the fullback spot, and they couldn't find a spot for him. Don Young, Dom Young's been f- flying. Greg Marju's been flying. Uh, there's no spot there for Lockie Miller, and. Uh, the opportunity might looks to have come up over at Leeds, and, and he's taken it. He'll kill it over there in the mm, UK Super Speed, League. yeah. I'll tell you what, his decision not to play Origin this year. Oh, maybe. Mate. Oh, well, it's, it's re- not re- only refreshed his, refreshed his body, it's refreshed his head. And yeah. I, I mean about the, the head knocks. I mean, the head knocks take a lot out of you. You become really dusty really quickly. It, and it, it's been able just to, just to free up just his head. Mm. And... From all reports, when we're talking to Adam O'Brien last last week, yeah, in the past he's admitted, which really annoys me with sportsmen and women when they say I don't watch any rugby league or the sport they play when they're away from their own game, their own team. And from all reports, he's become a lot more intelligent about his opposition, his time, yeah. players around yeah. him. It's, it's important. Oh, hundred percent, it's yeah. important. I've never seen him so excited to return the ball. He catches the ball and he's got a big smile on his face. What about when mm. he? What about when he gets to the defensive line and turns on a dime, usually to his left, and runs backwards to go around the outside oh, and of then someone. makes a break? Yeah, freakish. Mm. No, another Newcastle text here, Matty. Yep. Say it again this week, please. The Knights are morals. I thought they were morals last week. How good are we going? 
Ponga is a freak, and Leo Thompson has to be up there with the most improved this season. I, I, I would agree with that. I mean, Leo Thompson is an absolute I'd be surprised animal. if he, he's not picked in that Pacific Nations schedule mm. at the end of the year. He's going to get better too. Um, Ponga's been on fire. I'm not sure they're going to be their morals this week. One, they're playing uh, an, an informed side, which is the Sharks, um, who went up to North Queensland. And I didn't give them much hope up in North Queensland, to be honest. And they proved me wrong. And um, Which means they can probably go up the road a few hours and well, do Budster it again. Well, on the text line says, like it or lump it. I'm liking it. The Sharks ambush in Townsville. Love mm. the dude on the stage at the World Fi- Cup final kissing everyone. <laughs> yeah, you didn't like that, oh, did you? What's his name? I yeah. don't think of his name. <laughs> what about that? That was a little bit inappropriate. He just grabbed yeah. that woman and just like by the side of the head and dragged her in for a big smooch on the lips. Now, Glenn in Shell Harbour. No Evening, boys. Liking or lumping it. Liking St. George Lawara held their own in the fortress. Playing for contracts or simply pride in the jersey? You'd like to think pride. You'd like to, I mean, mate, look, I, I've... I've yet to come across a teammate that just, you know, turns it up mm. because they're not they're, I mean, every game that I've played in with, with guys standing beside me, I know they're giving their best. Yeah. I know they're trying hard. Yeah. Sometimes it's just you, things aren't clicking. But uh, look, uh, yeah, I'd like to think it was pride in the jersey. Um, but, yeah. yeah, that's where I'm at. You're right, it. Daniel. He's, he's not an Englishman. I mean, he played for Great Britain. Irish. Carney. He's an Irishman, mm. yeah, but he played for Great Britain. Of course, let's get to a break. And after the break, we're going to go across the NRL ladder after 25 rounds. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yeah, thanks to Polaris. Polaris, Australia's number one selling side-by-side brand. And we've gone really over for you, haven't we, Daddy Vass? We've got to, we've got to tighten up a little bit. We're getting too excited. to ramble on. Okay, the NRL ladder after 25 <laughs> rounds. Panthers, Broncos, Warriors, Storm, top four. Sharks, Raiders, still on a differential of 108. I can't believe that. Under, uh, that's negative 108. Knights are in there. Seven straight win. Okay, I want you to give me a quick comment on this. Rabbitohs sitting in eighth, 28 points. Mm. Differential 73. Cowboys in ninth, 28 points. Differential of positive 12. And in 10th place, and then highlighted in green, here by Daddy Vass, Roosters on 28 points also, but a differential of minus 62. Okay, so Rabbitohs will go to 30 this week. They've got to buy it. Yep. The Cowboys play the Dolphins. You'd think they'd probably win that yep. at Suncorp. They go to so 30. they go to 30. Roosters play Tigers. You would tip them to win that. If they win that, they go to 30. Rabbitohs play Roosters last round. Roosters win. Roosters make the eight. Cowboys, the Cowboys play the Panthers at Penrith. Yep. They do not win that. And I think... Well, the Panthers may rest the heat, but still. I don't think they will because I think, you know, we've talked off air and I think they've got a plan of who they'd like to play. Uh, I'm not going to say that, but I think um, I think what will happen is um, the Storm, they might get beat in the last round mm. by the Raiders, uh, by the uh, by the Broncos. If the Sharks can beat Newcastle this week and then beat Canberra at home, they'd finish in four spots. Top four, to yeah. For. I think the Panthers want to play Sharks week one of the finals. Yeah, yeah. so they won't rest anyone and they'll be de- determined to um, finish on the top Daddy? of the ladder. Boys, what about the Eels? 
<laughs> oh, mate, we stopped talking about the heels months ago. I think uh, someone was. Uh, well, I think Rooster Muzz was it was in, it was into um, to he, he wanted a welfare check on uh, on Steve yeah, from Dubbo. Yeah. He quiet. He does. Uh, has yeah. anyone checked on Steve from Dubbo after Friday night? <laughs> exactly. And for his welfare. Yeah. Hot tuna. Yeah. We're going to play Seabold's post match spray in the next hour. And Tommy from Sydney. Knights losing Lockie Fitzgibbon and Lockie Miller. Moral of the story, don't go to the Knights if your first name's Lockie. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. Let's get to a break on Sports Day with Sats and Rat. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Got a text here uh, from Jim in Tamuka, Tamuka, South Island, near Timaru. Tamuka. As well. Where did you say Hanson, assistant coach of the Aussies? I can see the headlines, Shag the Wallaby. <laughs> oh, no, it won't be really welcomed, will it? <laughs> I'll get I'll get some um, help off you guys as well because my daughter who's twenty one Olivia mm. her boyfriend Isaac he works in, he's an engineer in the mines up in Cloncurry oh. right up north Queensland near oh. Mount Isa mm. okay and it's the first time he stayed at our house this week he's got two weeks on the one stay, week off stay in the sh- so the, the stay in for the week wow. yeah door open door 21, closed twenty one yeah. yeah so she's cooking he's cooking dinner tonight for my wife oh. paid for breakfast yesterday. Wow. Going all out. He's a suck. Sucking up. Yeah, he's sucking he's up. Trying he's trying to. He's, <laughs> he's doing his uh, best. You know, he's a polite kid, Sats. Yeah, he's a good not kid. Not like you were when you were young. Just a rude, arrogant little bastard. <laughs> That's not true at all. He's a good kid. He's a no, great kid. No, I think no, he's soft, no, no, he's no, soft. He, yeah. Well, mate, I, I've, got, I've had my, my daughter's boyfriend over. He's 17. He's six foot four. He's a unit. Plays for the Suns Academy, yeah. actually. Like, he's an AFL guy. And... um. We had a barbecue yesterday, and I've got these beautiful steaks. Mm-hmm. My daughter doesn't eat steak. And, you know, my, my, my other son, Jack's there, he's 27. Maxie's there, he's, he's a, they all love steak. So all the boys are having steaks. I said, mate, do you want to have a steak? He's like, no, no, I'll just have a sausage. So, see soft. I'm like, why? He's like, I said, don't have a sausage just because she's having a sausage. <laughs> Did like, you buy him? steak. Well, just, what? Have a steak. Oh, <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> oh you walked oh, into that. Bad, walked into that. <laughs> what? Oh, no. oh. That's the end of the first hour. Sats and Rat on Sports Day. Stick around for the next hour. We're going to have plenty more of your text messages. Also, uh, like it all up and a few more of those. The Kia Top 7. Also, our Boom Logistics hard workers from the weekend. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Mm. Uh, yes, it is a Monday night for Sats and Rat. Thanks for joining us in the second hour. If you're only joining us for the first time, welcome to the show. We've got so many text messages throughout what happened over the weekend, whether it's across the FIFA World Cup, the NRL, 
There is a lot of love there for the Newcastle Knights. Everyone's loving the way they're playing at the moment. We'll get to some more like it or lump it. Get involved in the show anytime. 0457 736 736. And to our Kiwi listeners, love hearing where you're texting from. Double eight, double three. And as you just heard, the Kia EV6 GT World Performance Car of the Year has been voted. And World Gym Australia, improving lives through fitness. Let's get to some more of your text messages before we talk about liking and lumping, and it is involving Anthony Seabold's post-match press conference. Mm. What do you got there, Rat? He's got Scott and Matt. As a happy Melbourne Storm member, it will be a great day when Ryan Pappenhausen returns. It will be worth the wait. 13 months is long enough. Yeah, Jason from uh, Maroolbark in in Victoria. You're Mm. right, Jace. I've been watching him in Host Cup, Queensland Cup. He played for Sunshine Coast on the weekend. They had to beat Tweed Heads to make the finals, which they did. Pappy looks quick, real quick. Now, with mm. an injury that he had, you would expect him to lose pace. I, I think he looks bigger. I think he's put some real muscle on his frame. Mm. But he looks quick. He looks like he I has not lost an inch of speed. Yeah, I did see a name here, uh, a text here before. I'm just trying to find it. They were just saying, you know, what, what do you do? Do you just throw him straight back in? Like, is that the X factor that Melbourne are missing? Because... They're not quite. I mean, they've had some impressive wins this year. Mm-hmm. They've been, they've been far from the Melbourne that you would expect at other times. Is it worth just going right out? Well, let's get him in there and see if he can make a difference. So Daniel, listening on the app, the SEN app, Sats and Rat should Storm Storm just rip the bandaid off and throw Pappen out yeah, and straight into fullback with two games to go. Storm need to establish whether he can handle being back in first grade. Well, he's going to handle that. That that won't be a problem. I feel that tinkering with him off the bench will dis- be disrupted to their finals prep. Similar to 2019 when Storm shifted Hughes to halfback ahead of Croft several weeks out and 2021 benching Hine. It hurt their rhythm after their dominance all season. I, I don't they mind, were dominant that year. I, I don't mind that, to be honest, what he's saying. Like, just throw him in there and just go, mate, you've got two weeks, get, find your feet because we're, we're, we're playing finals football. There's no question about it. We need you at your best. And, you know, you've got a couple of weeks to, to find your feet. Nick Meaney's been... He's been unbelievable. He's had his oh, best well, career. He's been, yeah. His he's best had, season during his career. He's had, he's had his best season. He's had his best year because mm. he's playing at Melbourne. Yeah, true. I, I, I mean, know, I'm not, I'm not taking nothing away from Nick Meaney. I think he's a great footballer. I've got to say, when he was at the Bulldogs... But he's not Ryan Pappenhausen. No, he's not. He's not. I've got to say, when he was at the Bulldogs, I thought he was their best player each week. Mm. And I thought when Melbourne got him for a steal, I thought he was a really astute signing for depth. And he's... Served a purpose oh, really well. Absolutely. And, man, he, he has had some fantastic games. But I will say um, I, I like that. I like that text. I would rather get, get throw – back in there. I agree with you. I, I agree with you too, Rat and Daniel. I'd throw Pappy in the start. And if he starts cramping up 60-minute mark, bring Emmanuel. him off. Yeah, bring him off. Many Absolutely. can play in the centres, many can play on the wing. I think he's a perfect bench back. player for them. Mm. Absolutely. I can't agree with you, boys, on this one. Why, what are you Why? saying? What would you know? I think I think he's <laughs> all right. Wow! Cheers! Wow! I'll I'll just shut up there. <laughs> no, no. To, to no I, I, I think <laughs> I think um I think it's too risky. In I what way? Just to chuck him in the deep end. I I know what he's done before prior, but I think he'd be a great seventeen. Can, can I just say this? Yeah. Like we we say, chuck him in the deep end. He he's been rehabbing obviously for the last. How long? 18 months? He's been swimming in the deep end for 13 months. For 13 months. Psychologically he, he's now He's now gone and played. Mm. Not, not to like, just throw cold water on what you're saying. He's ready. Like, they, they just wanted to get him – they just wanted to get some match fitness. Mm. And, and it, I think two weeks 
at that level is probably enough. Is it? It's been three weeks now, actually, hasn't it? He's been. This is his third week back. Yeah. Yeah. So he's. You know, if they, if they're gonna play, they're gonna play now. Yeah. I I I, I would think. I mean. But who am I? I think getting on the rugby league field and now three weeks into putting his boots back on and playing in contact games is the least of his concerns for what he's gone through and the dark places he goes through when they say to you, there's a chance you're not going to play again Mm. with the kneecap and the way that it was shattered, like a a shattered front windscreen of your car where it doesn't actually – it doesn't actually smash. It just shatters everywhere like a spider web. Mm. That's what his kneecap looked like. And they basically said, we we don't know how it's going to respond. And it still may be that way. But I've got to say, watching him, he looks quick, really quick. So playing him in NRL this week. You know where I saw him? I saw him on on How Good's Golf, the Paul Gow show. It's a good show. Yeah. Yeah. He he looks jacked. Looks big. Like, this is the second time I've seen him on it. The first time I thought he played better, I must admit, on the golf show, I Mm -hmm. mean. Um, But, yeah, he looked much bigger the second time round. So, yeah. Mm. So tomorrow, teams teamless come out. Yep, I'm going to put ten dollars on it right now. He'll right. be he'll be named it in jersey seventeen. He probably will be, but and they know better Ooh. than us. I'll 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 remember I'll, what you could be buying. Instead. I'll see that ten, and I'll raise you another ten that he's that he that he gets named and he starts. Okay, deal. Shake yeah. hands. Yeah, I'm going with it. Bondi Matt Jack Bang. says, "Sats, you are tossing it up." <laughs> Pap Smear had 85 car- eight carries for 55 metres in 80 minutes. Bondi Jack, it's not about stats. Stats don't mean crap. No. Well, sometimes they do. But, but, they, but, you, but you just got like, to look, look at his attributes. Yeah, his efforts off looks. the ball. Like, there's, yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of stuff that goes into playing fullback that you don't get a lot of credit for. You know, movement off the ball. Like what he would do off the ball that would take yep. flies off players, particularly at that level, well, at any level, really. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. Now, we, told, we said we're going to get to it after the break, and we're going to get to it here for Hot Tuna as well, who texts in on the text line. Now, this is a lumping, a liking or lumping it. So are you lumping this, Daddy Vass? Is this your lump? I'm liking Sieb's post-match. Okay. And this I... is on Ruben Garrick. Uh, field goal attempt. Yeah. Gets knocked down. He jumps up. About, ball bounces, goes over his head. He jumps up to retrieve it. Charles Nickel Klukstar hits his legs mm. and ends up in a dangerous position. Let's have a listen. I reckon it's ridiculous. And it's two weeks in a row. And I'll get a phone call from Dave Fairley or somebody tomorrow from the NRL and they'll apologise or say, oh, look, you know, you know, that's the, the correct decision or, you know, it wasn't a dangerous tackle. It was a dangerous tackle. He's injured. Like, he couldn't finish the game. And it's our season on the line, so I am pissed off about it. Yeah, um, well... But, when... what, but what's he going to get a phone call for? It was the right call. Well... Based on the rules, it's the right call. But what he says there is that the player in the end was put in a dangerous position. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree with that. But I based mean, on the rules, it's play it's on. Play but on, yeah. I mean, you can't. You know, we we're chatting about this before. So that's just. It's such a great. It, it's it's not a grey area. It's got to be black and white. Because if you say, oh, you can't tackle a player that's in the air mm-hmm. off a bouncing ball, well then you just put a grubber in by the line, hope it hops up, and then players will jump up to grab it, and you can't touch them. Mm. Um, it's, it's, you know, throw a pass above someone's head. They jump up to catch it and the defensive line right on the try line that you can't touch them and they score a try. I mean, it's, it's got to be a case-by-case case scenario. Yeah, you're the right. The reality is he didn't land on his head. He landed flat on his back and it hurt him. Mm. Well, that's the game of rugby league. It's not a game of touch. Peter Volandis came out on the weekend and said, we will be reviewing that sort of play in the, at the end of the season. They're not going to change it now. Um, but it's one of those scenarios where... 
you know when something happens and you we go, oh, we've got to address that because it very rarely happens to the extent that it happens and it sort of reminds the the rule makers at the NRL that we, they've got to go look at something and mm. you can't blame anyone well, for that. Well, 285 has just texted in saying simple rule change, can't tackle player in the air. You can't do that. Mm. Like, like 285, I'm not, your name's not on here, so I can't address you as your name. But, but so, so if I throw a pass to you, if I throw a pass to my centre from 5'8", and it's above his head, and he jumps, and we're attacking the try line, um, and he jumps in the air, you expect players just to get out of his way. Or if there's a grubber put in that kicks up in the air, and a, and a player's running through and jumps to get it, you expect players not to tackle him. Like, you change one rule, you have these unintended consequences that flow into other areas of the game yeah, you're right. that completely mm. ruin the game. It happened in rugby. And that, that's 10 years ago, they started changing rules, and now it's just an over-officiated mess at the moment, and they got to try and change things, but yeah. see, see, if Chance doesn't make contact, Ruben Garrick lands, what runs and scores, mm. oh, no, he whether he scores or not, whether he yeah. has another opportunity to field goal, whatever it may be. How often have we seen that scenario? But mm. the scenario that played out on the weekend, how often do we see that every week in rugby league? Very rarely. I haven't seen it to the in extent years. that we saw Ruben Garrick flip in the air and not flip continually, but land flat on his back, which would have winded him and would have been, you know, sometimes you'd go through and break a rib the way you land flat on your back. But um, but how often do we see it week in, week out? Very rarely. So I don't think no, we need, to, so, I don't think we no. need to jump to conclusions no, we don't. We don't. with it. I think Siebes is alluding to that incident itself, comparing to maybe a couple of high shots he's that not, slipped up. He's not talking about hitting someone in the air. He's talking about a player being put in a dangerous position mm. and could have been avoided. Mm. Yeah. Well, when the when adrenaline's pumping, chance of clocks out. He sort of put his arm out, and then I think he realised. Oh, oh, he wasn't sure about the rules. He wasn't was sure he? about the rule. Mm. He's sort of gone. Oh, what's going on here? And then all of a sudden, it was a little bit too late. Uh, I've just got to call it James, who's dialed in. James. Hey, James. What's happening, James? How are you, James? Hey, guys. Oh, great day, mate. Great day. Where are you calling from? Right the whole day. Good one. Everything. Where are you calling uh, from? Uh, never had it before. I'm in Nornsey at the moment, coming through there, driving home. Yeah, nice. 13 hours. Oh, nice. Beautiful. Yeah. What's on your mind? Okay, here's a quick question yep. for you. Regarding um, Seabolt's comments and what you're talking about, do you trust the referees? Are they intelligent enough to know about the game? If the answer is yes, all you have to do is say, leave it up to the, the ref to decide there and then, is it a dangerous tackle or not? Don't say, oh, the bouncing ball in the air and that. If the ref sees it and, and deems it, that's a dangerous tackle, bang, close the whistle. If not, play on. Yeah, yeah you're right, James. That's, that's exactly what we would expect from referees, and, and I think that's the way it's got to be adjudicated. Each, each tackle on its merits. If the player ends up in a dangerous position, then, yep, uh, it's a penalty. If not, then play on. Yeah, you're spot on. I don't. I think the re- the referees really know the rules and interpretations. Obviously, they have to to have the job. Mm. But I've got to say, I think the bunker, whoever's controlling the bunker all of the time, don't understand the dynamics of what happens during a game. That they makes just sense. see a black and white. Yeah, which you can't mm. be. There's too many moving parts. Thanks, James. Thanks, James. Making the call. Yeah, it's it's an interesting one that one. And mm. I think Seeb's had every right to blow up based on the player being put in a dangerous position, not so much about tackling well, a player well, he in the didn't, air. Well, he didn't go past the parallel, past the horizontal. Yeah, but I suppose 
with momentum, what? he could have. But he didn't. I know he didn't. But <laughs> like, it's not like if he could have. He, he didn't. He landed. He, he was parallel to the ground, landed flat on his back, and it took the wind out of him, and, and he was he got hurt. Like, I just don't see the. I, mean, I know he's upset. His season was on the line, Seabol, and he wants to stick up for his players. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, if the shoe was on the other foot and it happened to Charles Nickel Cookster and, and not Ruben Garrett, would we be hearing anything about it? Well, I don't know, Andrew Webster, if they lost the game, may no, have been. No, no, but, but like, <laughs> would Seabol be saying, that's dangerous. We're going to get no, this out of No, absolutely not. No, it's not how it I works. I mean, it's not how it works. <laughs> and I understand the passion and I understand the emotion. But the reality of it is... It, he didn't go past the horizontal. He landed flat on his back. And, you know, the, the, the rule says the bouncing ball, if you, you can tackle a player in the air, he did that. And play on. Six to go. Move on. Let's go. Paddy from Christchurch in New Zealand on double A double three said, do you feel Pappenhausen is being pressured into the main game and he's, is, is his well-being being taken into account for this season? Love your show. Now the Manly coach feels what the Warriors faced every year. Mm. Well, there's another, there's another, okay, okay, there's another text here uh, from Matt from Penrith, mm-hmm. and we'll just this will parlay into that. It says Storm have got to where they are this year based on the players that they have with the style they have. Would a change in player style be detrimental at this time of year when the finals are based, knowing and relying on your system and the players when fatigue sets in? Matt from Penrith. Um, so, yes, one, they're, they're not looking great at the moment. They, they need to change something. That what they're doing at the moment is not going to win them a premiership. They need spark. They need something. Mm. Um, I don't think there's any pressure from Melbourne to, to, to get Pappy back out there. I think they've they've eased him back into this process. They've done everything in their power to make sure he's 100% fit. They've sent him overseas. It's he, You know, he's he's been working tirelessly behind the scenes with their medical staff to get him to the point where he can play. Uh, they eased him into the game with uh, half a game of football up there in, in Q Cup. Uh, he's starting to play more minutes. I think they've gone about it really professionally. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think if you said to Pappy, you know, a month ago, do you want to go out and, or, you know, uh, you know, six weeks ago, if it was wholly and solely up to you, do you want to go and play? Every guy who's been sitting on the sideline for that long, all they want to do is get on the field and yeah, play. Exactly. I, I don't think Melbourne are, are, would, would be pressuring him in any way, shape or form. What do you think, Sad? No. No, I think they do it better than most. Mm. They do it better than most the way they... They manage their, yeah, their their roster. Isn't it a pity Paps is a New South Welshman? Such a waste, <laughs> Darren and Napier says. And Melbourne Hipster says, if Pappenhausen comes back for the finals, Melbourne will win the flag. I'll tell yeah. you what, they'll have a lot of teams looking over what? their shoulder. Rat, mark my words, Belly has Pappy at Buckley's to start. That's from Bondi Jack. Yeah, you're probably right, but I just like, you know, having a little flutter with my man Daddy Vass over there. Well, he owes me 10 anyway. We got someone on the line. Yeah, anonymous. Anonymous. Actually, oh, yeah. Man. yeah. Is it badge or is it woogie? <laughs> How are you going? Good day, boys. How are you? Who are we speaking to? I'm uh, speaking to Charlie. Charlie, where Charlie. are you from, Charlie? Yes, Glenmore Park. Oh, the Brumbies, the Glenmore Park Brumbies. <laughs> That's correct, Sat. That's the one, buddy. <laughs> All right. So you're a Penrith fan. No, actually, I'm a Manly fan. Oh, wow. What? There you go. All right. What do you got for us? Just a quick question. Can you explain to me what happened actually on, on Friday night with that kick? Was the ball dead? Uh, it was a charge down. From a field goal from attempt. From a field goal attempt. Yeah, so Ruben Garrick was standing behind Daly Cherry Evans. Mm. The ball gets charged down, Charlie. Goes behind Daly Cherry Evans. Ruben Garrick jumps up off the ground to get it because it goes well over his head. 
Chancellor clocks down, he's coming through, makes contact with his legs in the air. Mm. And sort of took his so, legs out. So, okay. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Say we have a forward pass. Mm. Running down the field, you've got a player that flow, and the referee decides to put that throw, believes a forward pass is thrown. The opposing defender hits someone high. Is the ball dead after the whistle's called? What happens there if there's contact with the head? Yeah, they still blow a penalty. They'll yeah. still blow a penalty on that if you hit them high. Mm. Foul play, so even though the ball is dead. Well, well, the the ball wasn't dead, and the, well, the difference is with the tackle that uh, Charles Nickel Klugstad put on uh, Ruben Garrick was it was uh, he didn't he didn't go past the horizontal, so he, he 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 remained horizontal to the ground. He landed on his back. I don't. I, I think if they're going to outlaw something like taking someone's legs out like that, they could probably outlaw that from the game. But it's not a rule at the moment. That yeah. ball was dead as soon as he hit the ground. Uh, I agree. Yeah. But then, then referees consistently say to uh, defenders, you have a duty of care. Or I'll take it if someone has a back slam and their head bounces and hits the ground, mm-hmm. like it happened in the Parramatta game, yep. which happened to uh, Ruben Garrick. Okay, he wasn't as severely concussed, yep. but this is the problem that league hags when they set precedent for particular incidents without having uniformity. Yeah, well, consistency has been a big challenge this year, hasn't it? That's what everyone's sort of crowing about. Um, we want consistency. Um, I guess what I mean. The difference is the, the penalty would be for the, the the charge down. What what what's the penalty for on on Charles Nickel Cooks though? What's it what's it for? Attacking, uh, putting a player in a dangerous position. Right. Okay. So they're not saying that you've tackled him in midair. They're saying you've made contact. Yep. And a little bit like a spear tackle, yeah, you yeah. put him in a dangerous, dangerous position. position. Yeah, so yeah. that's that's what the penalty was for. Well, I, it wasn't a penalty. Uh, sorry, it wasn't. Yeah. What it should have been for. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Well, Sebs, yeah. Sebs did comment on that as well. If you want to, yeah. Look, everyone here, like that's a penalty every day of the week. Now, the rule says it's not with regards because the ball bounced or it wasn't a kick. But how many times do we pull tackles up for a slight crusher, give a penalty, someone you know slipping up from from you know chest to to the jaw, and there's a penalty? Like how many times? We're fair dinkum. Let us be serious, right? So, what he makes he, a good point there. What he's alluding to is the penalty should have been, like I said, putting a player in a dangerous position like a spear tackle mm. i think the difference in what charlie was alluding to i think also was that a lot of the times if a player is injured in a tackle we do see a penalty yep. drawn because it gives the bunker time yeah, to have, yeah, a look, have a look and look. communicate yep, yep. if it's play on it, like if a player passes a ball and gets hit high and a play on and they score in the corner and and the try is given they'll just just, that's not a dead mm. ball. They'll just play yeah. on because the player is probably not being injured in the tackle. They don't have to stop the play for that player to be seen to by the medical staff. Mm. So basically it's on the run. It's it's a luck of the draw sometimes. Yeah, yeah. well, well uh, 299, I believe the rule should be attacking a player's legs while in the air. I, I like that. Mm. Uh, that. That would be a good rule. You can't attack a player. Like that. they have that rule in, in AFL, I think it's called tunnelling, mm. where you go, you go under someone while they're in the air, yep. Uh, regardless of the situation, I think uh, I think that's a like it's a really sort of it's a real no-no yep. in AFL because um, you can really you can hurt someone. The the, the change with the Ruben Garrick one was yep. was that he didn't go past the horizontal, and he just landed on his back, which yeah I mean I guess it can be deemed dangerous, um, yep. and it could have been horrific. Yeah, that's the reality. Absolutely, and and I, and I take Seabold's point where he says. You know, we find someone for like a crusher that, that I mean, 
you see some of those. Ta- we 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 penalise someone, you know, slip up tackle and stuff like Don't that. Don't get me started on the crusher. Yeah, yeah. Don't it's, get me it's started. It's just you know. So yeah, I'll take I'll take that on board. Um, but I will say that you can't uniformly say you you can't tackle someone in the air mm. because especially after the ball's bounced. Yeah, because yeah. it's just it just put it just changes so much of the game that it would ruin it. Let's get to a break. Before we do that, uh, text here from Grant from Aspley. And I've got to say, Grant, we're going to send you a Sports Day Esky for this. Great text. Guys, I have a small problem. I have two tickets to the Broncos-Canberra game this weekend, but I'm also getting married on Saturday. If anyone out there would like to take my place, her name is Fiona. She'll be the one in the white dress at the end of the aisle. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good one, Grant. Let's get to a break. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym, trained for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym, trained for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Tough, hard, rugged, grit, no-nonsense. It's the stuff that makes a player the weekly workhorse. Yeah, welcome back to the show and plenty of great candidates for our boom. Hardest workers over the weekend. Rat, who have yep, you got? Yep, I've got Will Warbrick from uh, the Melbourne Storm. Mm-hmm. Ran for 205 metres, scored three tries, 47 post-contact metres, uh, six tackle bus, um, just... He's just getting better and better. I just think. Well, he wouldn't talk about working hard. He's had to work hard to learn another sport. Sport. Oh, I know he's an outside back and not much is different, but mm, he's picked it up pretty easy. Yeah, and and I, I'll tell you. Well, you, you know, said you played 46 tests. <laughs> 45, 45 tests. 45 tests for the Wallabies and you didn't even know the rules. No, I didn't. <laughs> uh, I still struggle. <laughs> um, but I, I will say um, – it's a, it's a breeding ground for outside backs, yeah. uh, rugby sevens, world sevens. Yeah. Like you got Lockie Miller who came over to the Sharks. Well, look at all the Fijian players that have, been, that have been growing up playing rugby that have come across the rugby league, like Mike Stevo and Co. Mm, Samir mm. Radra. Have you have you ever seen? Uh, have you ever watched the HSBC World Sevens tournament? Oh yeah. Oh, what what about the athletes in that? Mm. Like you look at the I'd Fiji love to go to Hong Kong. I'd love and, to go to Hong Kong. For oh mate, that let's tee it up. Yeah, let's go. I mean, we should take oh, a. Tr- can we take a trip? Oh yeah, yeah. Junk Do it, the show. Junk it calling. <laughs> let's get over there. Hong Kong. I'm hearing a rumor oh. that there's a big chance Vegas oh. is on, baby. Hang on a second. For sports. I'm day. getting the passport sorted. <laughs> oh, <please. laughs> Come on. Oh, boom! Developing lifting solutions to meet your needs. Uh, my boom logistics hardest worker. Uh, Soccer Australia's marketing department. I, did, I don't think they worked hard enough. Oh, hang on a second. Are they, are they a the hard worker or are they not working hard enough? Why? They, didn't work, they need to work harder for give, Boom Logistics. Give, give me an example of well, what they're... What well, they're celebrating our Matildas on stage and they had Nikki Webster. Yeah, but there was a reason for that. Like that, 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 that the, the, the Matildas, they adopted Strawberry Kisses' song as their, like, in... Their Are team you serious? Yeah. That was their team song, <laughs> Strawberry Kisses. Yeah, yeah. That will do me, Gus. <laughs> that will what? do me. Uh, yeah, there was a reason for it. Uh, Boom, um, Australian specialist making safer and more innovative lifting solutions to manage any project. The award-winning seven-seat Kia Sorento. 
It's the Kia Top 7 on Sports Day. Now, I, I, will say, I, I will say, yeah. Nikki Waves to singing Strawberry Kisses at 40 is a little bit different to 16. Yeah, true. <laughs> true. true. Yeah. <laughs> now, Michael, please give me something hard. You, you said, it amazes me how you know what the Glenmore Park Brumbies are. I'm going to test you. What's the mascot name for the WA team? Willigy? Willigy. The Bears. Mm. Yeah, yep. the Bears. Who came from the Willigy Bears? Willigy Bears. Uh, Prominent front rower playing at the Sharks. Not Chris Beatty. No. No, no, no he's there now. Oh, there now. Mm. Uh, Willigy. Not Toby Rudolph. Rhymes with not, Punt. Not Royce Hunt. <laughs> yeah, Royce Hunt. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Key EV6 GT voted the World Performance Car of the Year. Brings us our Kia Top 7 rat. Kick us off. Kia Cop 7, yes. Darlan Wartenis Lesniak, his try-scoring form is on fire as the Waz uh, win again with a hat-trick uh, over the Eagles. Johnson floats it over the top. Darlan Wartenis Lesniak throws a big dummy, bumped away from Arthur, got away from another one. DWZ is unstoppable. Yeah, We've been waxing lyrical about him oh. all year, but it's not. It's just you're waiting for the balloon to pop, but yeah. it's, it's the bubble to burst. It's not going to happen. Just I, keeps on keeping on. Yeah, you know, I saw some vision. He's that good. I saw some vision of the Warriors players mucking around with Andrew Webster yep. at training, and it was no one's being interviewed. I don't think they knew they were being filmed. Being yep. filmed, and you can. And I know winning helps. Winning makes ah oh, the mood a great the mood, but the mood amongst it all was yep. that you've got this coach that. A little bit like Ted Lasso, you know, he's, he's <laughs> players love him. He loves the players and, you know, he's, he's not too serious. And Ted Lasso. I'm going to call him Ted Lasso next well, time. Appara- well, apparently the players have called them the, the Diamond Dogs. Oh, really? So if you haven't watched Ted Lasso, the coaching group of... Oh, they're the Diamond Dogs. They call right? themselves the Diamond Dogs. <laughs> oh, right. So the players have called Andrew Webster and Justin Morgan and Stacey Jones. Oh, the Diamond, the Diamond Dogs. Dogs. <laughs> they've ripped, they've, yeah, yeah right. each of the characters. I get it. I wonder get how it. much hair gel uh, Webster's putting on. Oh, there, yeah. mate. He'll be going hard. <laughs> Haircuts weekly. I know. Number six in the care top seven, Newcastle Knights, Callum Pong, a winger, Greg Marshu. Well, they combined for Marshu to score a first half hat trick to sink the bunnies. Yeah. one missed tackle. He beat Greg. Uh, Muzza says, G'day, fellas. Muzza from Leppington. I was going to for the Warriors the other night, but Garrick should have been given a penalty, putting a player in a dangerous position. Mm. I'm just wondering if it's the same rule for a defending player. Can't a defender tackle an attacking player trying to catch a bomb? He can't tackle any player now, attacking or defending player, when going Ju- for a going bomb. From, yeah, yeah. Going, jumping in the air. Yeah, yeah on the full. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Number five, it's the Knights again, but it's their NRLW half, Jess oh, Southwell. This was a great absolutely game. Absolutely nailed a goal. Ice in her veins to, uh, to kick, a, kick him to victory after the Hooter. She's missed both her attempts on the right so far this season. That was such a great game. Our mate Scotty Prince, he, he'd be ageing by oh. the day. <laughs> I was speaking to someone the other day and uh, I said, I have Princey. Yeah, we've got a couple of girls up there. And um, she said, yeah, he was a lot more fun when he was the assistant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number four in the Kia Top 7, it's the Waz again. Back row, Murata near quarter. What a great signing he has been. Scores a runaway try just before full time to snatch victory.
Here is Johnson. Ball on the inside. Oh. Near Corey. Straight through near Corey. Gary can't run. He's going to slide over and score. Forget about one. They'll take four. Listen, just can you play that again? I just About halfway through it, can you listen to Mark Carroll, Spud Carroll on SEN no. League? Former Manly great. Just listen to how disappointed he is. Here is Johnson. Ball on the inside. Oh. Corey. Straight through near Corey. Gary can't run. He's going to slide <laughs> over and score. Uh, that is some of the best comedy. We're going to... We've got to get spot on and just highlight that. Yeah. Just highlight. Just He's let him know. Just, say, Mate, just, just keep it. You know, it's, you're meant to be unbiased. Um, number three. Now, this guy, Eli Katari, scored two tries in the Storm's victory over the Dragons. But it wasn't that. It was his hit on Ben Hunt oh, this as good. the Storm get a jail against the Dragons. Oh, what a shot. And now Hughes is going to run away. Eli Katoa with a wonderful tackle. And it's Jerome Hughes to finish the game. Stormy Daniel says, gents, gents, like it or lump it, I'm liking the form of Eli Katoa. Since returning from a nasty laceration on his right eye, he's been dynamic <laughs> on the edge for the Storm. More so against the Dragons on the weekend. Two tries, a try assist, bone rattling. Yeah, it's, that tackle was one of the plays of the season for Melbourne. He's pushed Nelson out of the starting team too. Mm, yeah. Number two. Happy Caroyas, our West Tigers fans rejoice. Mm. Sideline conversion. What about that? It's a little bit controversial, but anyway, you take them when you can get them. Yep. Sideline controversial to get the wing. Here is Coruscant. Does he have the leg? Yes. Off the crossbar. He kicked it. Off the crossbar. He kicked it 40 metres and 10 centimetres. Mm. Yep, and number one, Spain. Winning their first ever World Cup, Women's World Cup, defeating the Lionesses from England, which I am very happy to say, one <laughs> nil. It's not coming home. It's Carmona getting forward, <laughs> strikes it low and hard, and there is the opener for Spain, Olga Carmona, and there is the final whistle. It's a classic fairy tale of trials and tribulations for Spain. Turmoil turned into triumph. It is Spain who are the World Cup champions, defeating England 1-0 in the final. And Olga Carmona, what about her story? So she's only ever kicked one goal in an international game before that. Kicks She'll never kick a more a important one than Absolutely. that. Absolutely. And they told her at the end of the game that her father had passed away during the game. Oh, my God. Amazing. Yeah, absolutely amazing. Wow. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle, Kia Carnival GUV. Before we just quickly, because a couple more texts there, Rat. Yeah, yeah. So Smalley's texting. He said, I played with Andrew Webster in SG Ball, and he has a massive piece. Maybe that has humbled the Warriors. Massive piece of what? Mm, don't know. Don't know. <laughs> what? I don't know. <laughs> yes, oh, lads. Right. <laughs> yes, lads. As a South fan, that was putrid yesterday. It if there was ever a game for South to have a go, it was yesterday. Yeah, it was It was pretty ordinary. Uh, how is good is it? This is uh, Skeletor. How good is it that the Eels are out of the finals? They don't have a comp in them for another 40 years. Oh, <laughs> oh man. The Eels, I'm, I'm not sure. Um, I'm not sure how good their bounce back factor next year is going to be either, just quietly. I know. Yeah. Um, mm. I, I wonder. Um, I don't want to start bashing the Eels for 2024 just yet. Yep. But, um, yeah, they've been pretty average this year. 
Uh, before been, we get to the break, Mickey G from Woodbury, our famous bus driver, our favourite bus driver. Good evening, Sats and Rat. I loved the Knights brand of footy. I lumped Trell's elbow shot on Tyson Frizzell. Mm. Yeah. Tristram, what about Newcastle into the grand final? Yes, I know. Michael from Des Moines. Mm. I'm not. I'm. I'm not. I'm not throwing him into the grand final. I. You know what? I come from a. I come from the mindset of never under, underestimate anyone. No. In the finals. Um, when everyone thinks that you can't do something, well, they drop their guard, and that's the best time to attack them in the yeah, finals. Yeah, I don't, I don't think people are going to take Newcastle lightly from here on in. Not when, you got, what done. not when you've got one of the best players on his day. In the competition. In the competition, mm. like Kalen has been over the last few weeks. Mate, with his form in the last two months, yep. is he, does he bring himself into Dally M contention? Well, he missed six games. It's an interesting chat we had over the weekend, actually, a, a few of us. And I think. I think Payne Huss is obviously the favourite. Yep. He went. He was a leader behind round 12, and he had three weeks out. Nathan Cleary had six weeks out. Um, you've got, I think, the, the Smokies. Uh, well, Sean Johnson will definitely be there. He hasn't missed a game or hasn't missed any games, too many games. I think the Smokies, Dylan Edwards mm. and Kalen. I think Dylan Edwards and Kalen are the Smokies. Well, you think about what um, – what uh, Tom Trojevich did mm-hmm. in that short period of time. The form that Pong is in at the moment, yeah. he, he got six points in the weekend. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, I, I can Easy. You put that down. Yep. I reckon there's probably a few more six-point games that he's had over the last seven. Game in Perth. Yep. Um, You've you got to wonder, like, is he is he, is he going to do it? Is he going to run out of time? He's got two more games. I guess the next two games might, um, yeah, might change it, but who knows? Be good to it'll be uh, it'll be a close um, it'll be a close battle I think. Well, as you said, there's sharks next week at home. Then round twenty seven, the knights have the dragons, dragons. away. Yeah, yeah, and Strata. You'd like to think they'll probably win that. Good to see some new teams coming into the finals, isn't it, boys? Absolutely. Well, New- Newcastle in the finals last year. A couple of years ago. Oh, a couple of years. I just mean the Wars. You know. Oh, the Wars. Oh, yeah, absolutely. The Second last last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, we've got one of our favourite segments. After the break, that is Tooves. is about to walk into the into the studio any moment now. Mm. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. And World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Trained for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Come on, that's ridiculous. That's ridiculous. There's got to be an investigation into this. This has got to be... Someone's got to be accountable for this. Yes, that's ridiculous. (laughs) Did I just have my mouth full of marbles then? (laughs) I don't know. Now, what do you got, uh, Rat, for that's ridiculous? You got well, one too, Daddy Vance? Well, well, yeah. well, one okay. that's just off the top of my head. Yeah. Uh, just, I was just reading a text here. Yeah. Just about, um, hey, Rat, what about the Russians, Luna 25, crashing into the moon? Oh. Maybe. Exp- what, what I'm saying is, oh. what I, my, that, that's ridiculous. <laughs> is, is for us to think that they landed on the moon in 1969, but they can't do it in 1923. Apparently we don't have enough technology. <laughs> but we did in 1969. I know. 970, mm. you need to be in the whack pack with... <laughs> Glenn, Danger, 
Uh, all of the above, including Rat. Mm. He's the chairman of the WAC pack. <laughs> <laughs> mm. Please. So, so, Sats, t- t- read that. That's ridiculous that you've written out there because I've just been trying it in the whole break. Please don't it? try this while you're driving, especially <laughs> Mickey G from Woodbury <laughs> in a bus. Yeah. Only 1% of people can swing their foot clockwise whilst drawing the number six. I've been trying. Come on, that's ridiculous. It. It's not ridiculous. It's real. It's real. You can't do it, Daddy Vass. You, there's I'm no six. way you'll I'm, part I'm of the 1%. I'm trying to draw a six in the air. What, clockwise? So do your foot clockwise, like yeah. from the knee, while you're yeah. sitting on a chair. Yeah. Just just do your do your foot clockwise. Just yeah. keep swinging. Oh, and, then, and your foot just goes directly down anti clockwise. It just goes everywhere. It goes anti clockwise straight away. I can do it. No, you've got to do it on the, like on a pad oh. or something like that. How's this? This mm. this is that ridiculous. The longest recorded constipation, 103 days. <laughs> What? Oh. Come on, that's ridiculous. Can you imagine, imagine, imagine one hundred three days of constipation coming out of that? That'd just be wind over poo. It would be horrendous. Oh. The stench. Can I? Come th- on, that's ridiculous. Can I tell you, woogie is like clockwork. Like at at we go on air at six o'clock at five forty every night. He's in the same cubicle. Oh, mate. Well, well, maybe when I've done the show with him, he hasn't bothered to go to the cubicle. He's sat over <laughs> on that side and he sits at the, like, next to the door and he'll drop his guts. Oh, get that's where I sit. It's horrendous. Oh. Mm. Horrendous. Uh, I've got another one here. 1988, Mike Tyson. Well, he's at his height, Mike Tyson, 88, 89. Like, I mean, he was unstoppable in the late 80s. <laughs> he offered a zookeeper $10,000 cash to open the gate to the gorilla compound so he could punch the gorilla that was bullying the other gorilla. Come on, that's ridiculous. <laughs> I will say, I'm a big, I'm, 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 I like, uh, yeah, the the old school Mike Tyson. That was just amazing yeah. to watch, watching his old highlights and stuff. But, mate, a gorilla is going to rip your arms off and beat to death with him. I don't know. Oh, I don't mate, know. A gorilla? Yeah, I don't know. A gorilla? Well, it's you Mike Tyson. Hit that ridiculous button. It's Mike Tyson. Mate, he's still a human being. <laughs> it's a gorilla. Hang on a sec. You think there's aliens? <laughs> oh, mate, are you kidding? You think a gorilla's not going to manhandle any human being? Fitzy's a weirdo. Oh, He's right. on the text line. Nikita Zoo. Yeah. Yeah, boys. Have you seen the, the press conference that Nikita That was on today. today. I missed it. What happened? Yeah, mm. Mate, bizarre, bizarre, bizarre. Here we go. It could be a little bit sadistic inside of me, but I'm not in this sport for the money. I'm not in this sport because... I'm trying to be like a businessman or something. I'm in, I'm in this because I want to hurt people. I get I get pleasure out of this. This is kind of like a sexual pleasure for me. Come on, yeah. that's ridiculous. Is he doing it wrong or not? It's oh, <laughs> a sexual pleasure. Well, well, I think what he's saying is what is, that like the, the pleasure that he gets from sex, he might feel the same when he's beating the crap out of someone. You know what? Mm. He has serial killer tendencies. Oh, he looks like uh, young he Jeffrey blink. Dahmer. He doesn't blink. Yeah, he's, he's scary. He's mm. frightening. Yeah. Both of them are, what they put their bodies mm. through. What about Darren from Napier? He's up you, Rat. Knights to beat Sharks, Rat. Mm. Well, I, I think it'll be a really good game. I, I really do. Both teams are in form. Uh, the Sharks have found a little bit of form the last couple of weeks. The Knights, obviously, the last seven weeks. I think it's going to be a ripper. Hastings back? Well, he was touch and go this week. For mm. more reports. For so, more reports, yeah. Yeah, I'd expect him to be back playing. I think it'll be a really good game. Adam Clune, who filled in, he's actually always been oh. a really good player. He's always a been a things, good player. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Trying to find Sporty Gav's text here. It's here somewhere. 
Um, How does that one percent even find out they could do it? <laughs> yeah. Hey, while you're looking for that text, we might take a break, Sats. Take a break. Yeah. And we'll get to more of your text messages after that. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car; they made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV and World Gym trained for the sport you play, building the next generation of legends. This is Sports Day. We'll be back in a moment. We're back for World Gym. Train for the sport you play. Building the next generation of legends. And Kia. Kia didn't just make an eight-seat family car. They made a grand utility vehicle. Kia Carnival GUV. This is Sports Day. Yes, it is Sports Day. That's gone really quick, the show. So let's get to as many of your text <clears throat> messages as possible in the last couple of minutes. Yeah, Rooster Muzz has been flat out. Worm Radis Vasculator, I'm up and about, boys. Bloods, the chooks and the bloods got up. And on Saturday, I had a multi of Australia's best horse, Mr. Brightside, into Sweden in normal time. Oh, there you go. A juicy price of $11. Wow. Nice stuff. Mm, yeah. Nice stuff. Uh, Nath from Bora Ridge. Michael Ke- Kerry Clark passed away. Him being the director of the Newcastle Knights in 91 and 92. A lot to do with them starting in 87, 88. Great man, president of the Newcastle Rugby League for years. Oh, condolences there. Nath, he would love to see the Knights from the at the moment. The legend, yeah, absolutely. Gents, this is from Ed. Gents, do you see Adam Dewey potentially jumping ship and completing his rehab at a new club? No. Bit of a fresh start for the young man. If so, potentially a good move for a club like Power, acquiring a bit of experience in the centres and a legit backup at half. Thoughts? I don't think he's going anywhere. Well, Ed, I, I do I agree with him. him go. I do agree with him. He's a centre. I think he's a centre. But Ed, um, yeah, he's too much of a risk with that injury. I think. I don't think anyone would take that on unless mm. unless he's willing to sign for minimum wage. Yeah. Yep. When is Glenn bringing out his own merch? It's long overdue. I'd also like to sponsor his grog intake daily. It helps him produce great content. Yeah, <laughs> Sporty Gab, we got to your one. High Sats and Rat, the Spanish were all over the England in last night's World Cup final. The skills they had were unbelievable. Yes, they were. They deserved a second goal to kill the game. The tall striker from Spain was too slow getting to the crosses for her creators. She had a number of champion- chances to bury England. Well, they ended up burying them, didn't they? Mm. Mm. Danger says, uh, Parramatta is the only team, I think, that has beaten Penrith every time they have played this season. Yeah. Wow. Well, doesn't mean much when they're watching the finals. Yeah. I like Tino and Cleary, Australian players, hanging around after their game on the weekend for a chat. That's from Gold Watch. Mm. Yep. Thanks. Oh, what do we got? Thanks for his tomorrow. I was also concerned. I was also concerned about my welfare after Friday night. So were many others after I turned my phone off till Saturday night. I worked all weekend. Anyway, it took my mind off things until I started thinking about the whole Brett Kenny Immortal <laughs> saga. <laughs> uh, now, 280 says Penrith named Toto, then didn't play him. So they, they may do that in the last round. And Cleary has had a long rest in the middle of the year, so they won't be resting him. Thanks very much for all your text messages throughout the night. It's been a busy Monday night, uh, outstanding weekend of sport, and can't wait to see you again tomorrow night. Sats and Rats, Sports Day.